This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, The Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. What up? I keep forgetting to press pause when it goes to the next section. What up? How you doing? Why does it loop? Is my is It's my... not looping. It's actually going to the next track, which is just the intro without the actual. Oh, it's going to the instrumental. Yes. Okay. Got the it. intro. Yeah. Okay. I was without, like, why is it going? Yeah. It's it's because it's, it's going to the next track. It's what it's doing. Okay. Um, Got it. Hey, everyone. Hey. How are you? This is Mark Metapoetic. I'm and the co-host of the All of Northwood podcast with my other co-host. Hey, hey, it's me, KB, in the place to be. Uh, yeah, I was trying to come up with another line to rhyme, but can't think fast enough. So there's that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's fine. Welcome to season four, episode 26, also finale. known as the season finale. Finale! Finale. Finale. <laughs> How uh, do you feel about doing four seasons? Tired. Yes. Truth is, I'm tired. Options are through. I need a break. I don't know about you. I'm all talked out, tired and through. I can't wait to take a break. Break from the podcast. Hey. Podcast. Break from the podcast. Podcast. Hey. Can't wait to get into, into. fun things on Sundays. Not the podcast. Facts. It's a fact. Well, thank you so much for everybody who who's been with us for the four seasons. We appreciate y'all. We thank appreciate y'all so every much. single one of y'all. Um, also, um, just an FYI, we have a for season five. We're gonna try to start off with like a live podcast. We're gonna yeah. start, we'll start back up in December. Yes, so December. So don't look for us in the rest of October or, or November. November. So happy we'll Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, happy what, what season come after Libra? Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Scorpio season. Um, all that. This is like a holiday that I always forget about in November. It's November twelfth. What is that holiday? Election day. No. Veterans Day? Veterans Day. Yes, happy Veterans Day. Shouts to the veterans. Um, I'm, I, I always forget about it and, be, and then be excited when I'm off work. I'm like, oh, I'm off. Yes. <laughs> also, speaking of the voting, uh, if you live in the boroughs of five, I don't know what the people is doing in Nassau or Suffolk or whatever, but if you live in the five boroughs um, or six, if you know, depending on who you ask, um, if you live in the six boroughs, um, the vote for mayor and some other important offices is happening in November. So, uh 
make sure you're registered to vote. Uh, check your stuff. Figure that out because yeah. people's got to vote. <laughs> I, I remember um, they were talking with the mayor. I was like, didn't we vote for that already? I was like, oh, that was they did it for the primary. It's just no one really cares about the Republican. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't even know who the pro- Republican candidate is. I ain't even going to hold like, you. Like, no, no, no one thinks that that person is going to win. Like, all, listen, all my all my mail has been Eric Adams, Eric Adams, Eric Adams. I have no idea who the Republican yeah. person is supposed to be. Let me look it up. That's why the, the Democratic primary is so strong, because it's like, if you get that, then you're probably winning. Yeah. Mayor candidate. I'm like, I'm literally looking it up because I do not know who the person yeah. is. Um, But yeah, uh, thank you for everybody for that. Curtis um, Silva. Actually, the, I have seen like a Curtis Silva. I, I, I've, uh, I've seen some things. Uh, placard on someone's house. Um, The... um. The proposed date is December 12th. Yes. Um, probably going to try to do it a live podcast. We'll try to figure it out. We're going to have some guests. We're going to collaborate with another podcast. It should be great. Um, look for tickets. Hopefully, I think tickets should be going on sale beginning in November. Okay. Um, we'll let you know. We'll keep yes. you updated. We'll keep, keep you posted. Follow, follow us, us on, on the socials. socials. Yeah. And let us know if you have any questions. But we will be promoting. We, we, we. Um, and we appreciate you. Appreciate y'all so much. Um, and we'll probably make sure the people who are on Patreon will get discounts. Yes. Because we can't we can't just leave y'all hanging. Yes, we got to show y'all some love. Y'all got particular love. Yes. Particular we, love. Particular love. Special love. Yes. All right. Um, Let's go right into our icebreaker. <laughs> or lose. Oh. Icebreaker. 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 Love it. <laughs> I was I wasn't Love sure it. where we were going. I was like, okay. We're not, we're not on the same page. It's fine. No. Love we're not. it. Not at all. Or lose it. Hey. Love it. Or lose it. Hey, hey, hey. Love it. Or lose it. Hey. Love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Love it or lose it for October 10th. 2021 season four episode 25 um love it or lose it if you don't know what it is we should do my now if you don't know it's um you have four choices mm-hmm. and you have one you have to throw away never see again toss it away yes and one you love and hold on to only one person usually knows the four choices and the categories are random mm-hmm. um <laughs> um and this one is winter wear winter, winter wear winter slash fall wear okay and the four choices are sweaters, mm-hmm. coats, mm-hmm. shawls, mm-hmm. and hoodies. Okay. What do you prefer? You said sweaters, shawls, shawls coats, coats, and hoodies. And hoodies. What is your preference in the cold seasons? It's I guess fall, winter. Fall, winter. In the um, cold seasons, what do you? What is your preference? So I'm starting with my lose. Lose it. Okay. My lose is probably a shawl. And while I do enjoy a shawl as a person, my lose is a shawl because sometimes the way they're constructed, they don't stay in place. Like you got to make extra maneuvers to get them to like sit the way you want to sit. Otherwise you're wanting, you're walking around holding them like this, like just clutching them to keep them closed so they can keep you warm, which is kind of counterproductive. So you've got to have like a safety pin on deck or 
a brooch or something of that nature to no i love a shawl i have some beautiful ones but you know they're you, you got to pre-plan with a shawl you got to make sure you got it pinned in the right places so it sits and stays and you not like adjusting and holding it yeah, and sure. doing all this all day yeah sure sure not lose it also because it don't keep you warm to me it does not keep me warm enough it it does. It feels like a blanket. It do, and, but just compared to the others, I feel as if like I'm I'm consistently warm with the others. Okay, gotcha. Um, of course, I just just trash versions of, of the other ones. Yes, for sure, hundred percent. Um, they're not all I'm, created I'm, I'm equal. For about, sure. I'm talking about the. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not running for a show. No, no. Like sh- shawls are cute for me. Like. To me, I feel like I have to have the right thickness of long sleeve shirt underneath a shawl for it to do the warmth giving that I want it to do. And then a shawl I feel is like very much like I'm premeditating where I'm going. Like I don't just throw on a shawl and go outside. Like I'm like, where am I going? How much outside exposure am I going to have? Because sometimes you really don't want to wear a whole coat someplace because it's just you don't want to deal with that. It might be bulky, whatever the case is. So it's like, for example, if I know that I'm going to like the movies or a restaurant or someplace where I'm going to be indoors most of the time, I may throw on a shawl because I'm like, all right, so I might be in the car or like on the train if I'm like going out to meet people. So I'll be mostly inside. I might have like 10 minutes of outside time, like, from my house to the place and back. So I'm like, I'll just put on the shawl and like bust a move for a couple of minutes. But if it's like, oh, I'm going to like a concert and it's sort of like a, a outdoorish kind of venue. Cause like now into like early October, I mean, early November, like people may be having functions at like outdoor things. Like let's say I'm going to something like, what do you, what do they call it? like good morning America or something Mm -hmm. like that, where they're having like an outdoor thing. Like I'm not going to wear a shawl to that because I'm like, I'm going to be outside for a good amount of time and those concerts be happening in the morning. So I'm like, it's going to be cold already on top of just regular temperature because it's early in the morning. So I'm like, I might not wear a shawl to something like that. I might put on a full jacket or a hoodie or whatever, but if it's, you know, like I said, I'm doing like quick in and out. Like I'm not, spending a lot of time outside, then I'll make a shawl happen. But yeah, other than that, you know, I would say shawl. I love a shawl, but shawls in the context of this, I would probably have to lose. Ooh, sugar, honey, nice you okay? Yes, my phone fell, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I think um, shawls just, it's, it. I like to be warm and shawls sometimes are not as warm as I need it to be. Okay. Um, I think it's a good design choice many times, but. Okay. I won't choose it. That's fine. They have man shawls? I'm sure they do. Okay. They have man everything. That's fine. Part with a Well they do have manties, so I suppose man shawls make sense. What? We're not calling with this manties thing in. <laughs> Don't we have an episode from like one of the early seasons yes. called Manties? Yes, okay. probably. Okay. I think we do. I think it was like episode two of season one. Yeah, I mean but there were a thing, like we found them. <laughs> Okay. Um just saying. <laughs> didn't make it up. It's real. Yes. I'm not saying you didn't make it up. All right. Um, what did you love it? What is it? You said coat, hoodie. Sweater. Sweater. Um I have to go with coat. I love a good pea coat. I do. 
I love a good coat, really. I've, I'm actually today online searching for a winter coat because I need a long winter coat that comes almost to my ankles. And I'm almost about to buy a tall specifically to get it to be longer. Um, listen, until until you've had a coat that covers you like below the knee, you haven't been living life. OK, a couple years ago we bought winter coats and my coat was one that came to the calf. I was like, oh, I'm never getting a coat that doesn't cover at least my knees again. The amount of coverage of warmth with that with that coat, between that and then having boots, bruh, warm from ankle to head. Like it was vibes. It's, 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 a, it's a good vibe. It's a vibe. I'm like, in high school, I was really out here wearing coats that only covered my back. The audacity of me. Where, where What was I doing? The where did I think I was going? <laughs> It wasn't even covering my butt. It was just covering my back. What was I doing? I could have just been out there wearing a t-shirt at that point. Yeah. Because the whole back of my legs and everything is cold. Even if I'm wearing long johns or leggings or whatever underneath the jeans, it's still not giving me the coverage that a coat that goes beyond my knees gives me. So I'm like, oh, I'm never going back to a coat like that again. Because I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm a grown lady. I'm a grown lady. So yeah, I think coats, coats are it. Like, cause I feel like a good coat can really like elevate an ensemble. Um, it can. It really can. Like you can, you can take a very plain, like white shirt, blue jeans, like heels type of thing. You throw on a cute little peacoat on top of it and suddenly you've taken it from a, a seven to a solid 10. Just with the coat, like if you just throw on like a nice red or royal blue or burgundy or green, just a nice fall colored pea coat, set the whole thing off, baby. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like coats are, coats are a vibe. Coats are a yeah, vibe. I agree. I think, I think coats are, are a vibe. I think it's a good idea for a coat. Um, like even men, but, like uh, men, but, men can really set the tone of a, of an outfit in the fall, like with a nice pea coat. Like a nice tan. Like I'm personally a fan of like a camel tan pico. You still have that, right? I was thinking about it when you were saying it. I was like, where is it? I don't know where that, I'm trying to where, think of where it is. Where is it? I've seen the black one. Yeah, I'm like, where's the tan I, one? I am i can't pinpoint it right now in my mind. Yeah, because Mark has a nice tan one. And woo child, when he puts that on, I'm like, hey, how okay. you doing? Hey, daddy. Um, um, <laughs> why are you so, un- we going to work on you being uncomfortable with my affection. We're going to work on it in, in 2022. We're going to work right. on it. But it's just, there's something about it. And the ladies know what I mean. When you see a man dressed nice and got on a nice pea coat, it's like, well, it elevates it elevates the situation. Pea coats and beards is really making dudes look nice out here. Fall about to be lit. A lot of y'all single dudes with beards about to get cuffed. Just get you the right pea coat. It can happen for you, sir. You can have your boo by Christmas. <laughs> Believe me. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying true I, things. I do, I do agree. Believe beards, me. Beards have been saving men. Bruh. Like, bruh. ever since the beard movement came out, it's been saving men. Like, men were like, it's been saving men a lot. Yeah. Men have whole wives behind them having a beard, okay? Yes. Cut the beard off. So like, oh, these. It's like, know. ah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Don't do there's, that. There's like whole. Men, men have been saved. Like Saved. 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 Listen, gentlemen. Single men, gentlemen, you looking for a wife? Here is the formula. A nice pea coat, a well-groomed beard, and possibly a brunch boot, and it can happen for you, sir. It can, it can happen. It can happen for you. It can happen. <laughs> I, I am confident. It can happen for you. Just, just get those three things together. Organize yourself. You could be out here in these streets with a boo by the new year. It can happen for you. 
Yeah. It can happen for you. Just believe me. That's that's why like I, I feel as if like people are doing like beard implants because like some not beard implants because some guys can't grow a beard. Guys doing beards by Bosley. Like some 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 guys can't grow beards. Nah, I know a few gentlemen whose beards will like not they, connect. Like they 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 can tr- they try all they can. They cannot yeah, grow a beard. It's giving Anthony Hamilton patchy in spots, and um, shouts to Toby. Um, and there's that. Why, why would I say it? <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong but when, when you say it you can bring it up no it's wrong all the way around i'm just bringing it up for the for the context of the conversation it is yes. wrong i'm and, not um, i'm not arguing that i'm right i'm just bringing it up for the context of the there's conversation. a song by toby i think it's um is it wavy I, I don't even know i don't know which one it is i can't remember i'm trying to remember but there's a song and um toby that says and he just randomly throws a shot at Anthony Hamilton, and I feel, I feel wrong. He, he's like, um, I'll be like Anthony Hamilton's beard and come through in sections. And I was like, that's that's just rude. Why would you? Why why are you taking shots at Anthony Hamilton? Why why can't you just? What did Anthony Hamilton do to you? Does that man even know you? Why 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 have you dragged that man into the shade unnecessarily? Yeah, it just it was unnecessary. It's very upsetting. He t- he t- but it was funny. Yeah, he took and true. And and true. That's yeah. that's the key part here. Is that it, it it was true. If you've never paid attention, go look at Anthony Hamilton's pictures and look at his beard. It does give sections very much. Yes, the song or, is called "I Choose You." I choose you. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, that's what it, um, Kevin Stage uses you. for. Um, uses for what? His uh, what's, what's it called? The, the Love Hour podcast. Oh, okay. That's he, the one. He, oh, he, he used that same intro. Oh okay. That, like that, that's actually the first time I ever heard that. He he doesn't use the words. He uses the um the the instrumental. I choose you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that because I don't I don't I don't he, I haven't listened he, to their he, podcast. He used that before I even knew who Toby was. Toby was. Oh, okay. So like I didn't know where it came from to I saw ah, it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. I did not I did not notice that. I can't remember last time I've listened to their podcast either. So that might I, be I, I think Kevin Sage is one of the few people, one of the people who kind of put a lot of people on Toby. Okay. We like it. That, that, that's why. That's why they friends. Yes, we support that black man supporting black man. We like that. Yeah. Um. FYI, my love it is hoodies. Shocker. I love a good hoodie. A good hoodie will change everything. I, I'm good. A I've, good, I've, a good, I've, a good, I've borrowed a few from you in the past. A good, like very warm plush hoodie. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I will wear that every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mark, every day. Mark loves a good hoodie. A hoodie and a jean. I'm cool. Yes, that's a hoodie, a jean, and possibly a van. Yeah. Mark is like, I'm outside. I was thinking about getting more sweatpants, honestly. Huh? I was thinking about getting more sweatpants. You should. I, I saw some sweatpants at um the place we went to yesterday, but they, they weren't my size. Okay. I would have got some if I, if I saw my size. Oh. So we, we're on a weight loss journey? Yeah. You and I? Because yeah. you, you're drinking your water. It's, yes. It's positive. I'm trying to do better. I believe you. All right. I um. But yeah, let's uh that was the love it or lose it. Yes, that was our love it or, or lose, lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Every time we do the Love It or Lose It song, Hey Ya plays in my head and I sing along. But I chose to share it out loud this time. So, 
eh, what's up uh topic topic yes yep yes so um by the time this podcast comes out um mark and i will have celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary seven years completion completion we had plans uh pre-pandemic to do like a whole vow renewal and go on a luxurious vacation with some of our nearest and dearest and uh renew our vows and all that jazz but it's been pushed back to 10 years but rona said nasus you can't go outside and um yeah yeah i mean i guess in theory now given that you know travel restrictions have lightened and you know there is more outside we probably could have still done something but we didn't know then we didn't know then (laughs) we didn't know like this time last year that travel would be as possible as it is so we just was like ixnay on that plus i feel like you know people were still very scared the vaccine wasn't out yet so it was just you know and i'm like i'm not gonna try to pull together something like this in a couple of months like that's just that's just too much i'm not doing all that so yes we will be celebrating seven years of wedding bliss okay can you you not scream seven so loudly (laughs) um thank you um i understand that you're excited i'm excited too but just could you not scream seven okay thank you so much and so uh we had the idea well i mostly me but mark agreed the idea for this week's topic to be you know seven things that we've each learned over these seven years about you know like being married like what that means what that looks like what what lessons we've learned what what things we've figured out, you know, and, and, you know, this is not intended to be like marriage advice or, no. or any of those things. Uh, this is just our obser- observations of, uh, seven years for the two of us. So I guess we could go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So these are in no particular order, at least for me. I don't know if you have them in a particular no. order. Okay. So who do you want to go first or are you first? Uh, so, uh, here goes, um, seven things that we have each learned in or observed or whatever you want to call it in seven years of marriage. Um, so the first one is despite how connected you and your partner may be, how similar you may be, whatever the case is, don't assume that the two of you have the same thought process on everything. Uh, and the reason that one came to mind, uh, on the business front, like a couple of months ago, there was like a situation that popped up, like nothing crazy, but just a situation that popped up. And because Mark and I are often very much in agreement in our thought processes about things, I just lost my thought because we're often in agreement about the, uh, about how we think about things we oftentimes will like do something or say something or make a decision confident that the other person feels the same way and a lot of times that's the case but in this particular instance mark had a a viewpoint of the situation i had a viewpoint of the situation and it kind of became a point of contention for us and i think you know it highlighted for me or and for you i would i would argue that we both assumed the other person 
just had the same thought. just had the same thought or felt the same way and it was like no we did not we had totally different and i think we've had multiple conversations about the situation since then and we still don't quite come to the middle like we're both kind of like i think this is this you think this is this and it's not to say that either one of us is right or wrong it's just we view some we view things in a different way and you know you can't assume that the other per like the other person is just automatically in agreement with you because I think sometimes what happens you know when people have been together for a while they communicate they know each other very well etc cetera, etc cetera. it's easy to fall into this idea of the person thinks the same thing I think they're on the same page so let me go ahead and just make this decision or say this thing or do this thing because the other person absolutely agrees or will understand my logic in the decision that I've made and it's like you can't always assume that so I would say that's the first the first takeaway I think I've had over the last seven years is like don't assume because then on the flip side like I feel like we've had moments where things have happened and we've assumed the other person would be like really upset or really mad. And they just kind of was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, bottom line, don't assume. Yeah. Okay. What about you? All right. Um, I think the first thing I kind of put together since we've been together and it kind of like reaffirms consistently is that your perception matters. Okay. Your perception of things don't matters regardless of what, I what um I believe you should assume by what um what's going on. Mm-hmm. So your perception of how th- of how things are going mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just go based off of how I feel or what I what I perceive mm-hmm. or my intentions. Mm-hmm. Like your perception of of the situation matters also. Mm-hmm. So I have to also I have to make sure I always cater to your perception also. Mm-hmm. So. If you, um, I, I can't just go and be like, you perceived it this way. That is your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, your perception in determining thing matters. So I have to, um, I think I've, I've, I've think I've done a lot better at that. Okay. At trying to address, make sure I, um, appeal to how you feel about it. Not just what, re- what I feel is real. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Because I think, again, tying back to like what I was saying about assuming it's like in your head, you're like, this is the this is this is the perception. This is the thing. And the other person may feel completely differently or may have attached to another detail of the situation that you don't necessarily find is important. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that does matter. That does matter. Uh, My second one. and this is like for me more so than than anything else. Um, leading with love, even when you're mad as hell. Um, I think a lot of times people try to make it seem like you can't be upset with or angry with or any of those things with your partner. Otherwise, like your relationship is in jeopardy or your marriage is in jeopardy or something's wrong with the two of you. Like that's not, and that's not true. Like you can be upset. You can be mad. You can be all of those things. And it doesn't mean that, you know, your relationship is 
questionable or whatever the case is, but you do still have a responsibility to be loving even in those like uh, uncomfortable, like tense conversations. Because I'll speak for myself. Um, I am very slick at the mouth. Um, and when I'm upset, and this is something I have to, I have been working on, not just in relationship with Mark, but just in general, not speaking what I feel or what I think when I'm upset, because my intention is not to be hurtful, but it doesn't matter that my intention is not to be hurtful. My tone, my delivery, the words I use can all convey hurt, even if that's not my intention. And that doesn't mean that I'm saying, you know, that I like mute what I'm saying or I water it down or I sugarcoat it or I do any of those things. But if I'm upset and like I'm to the point where I feel like my body's temperature is getting hot or I'm like, I'm just thinking like mean, like things that are mean (laughs) just because I'm upset. Then I had to stop and take a moment and be like, is this the time for me to say something about this? Probably not. What would be the best way to approach this in order for this conversation to be productive and for me to understand what's going on from the whole perspective? Because to your point, you said um, the perception is everything. My perception of what the situation is and what the underlying issue is could be completely different from you. Like I could be thinking, oh, this is happening because he's checked out. He's not interested anymore, blah, 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 blah. And I've created a whole narrative in my head about what's going on. When your perception is work's just been kicking my behind lately, I'm tired. Like, and that's all it is. But because my perception is he must not be this, like I've created a whole thing. And then if I start speaking out of that, I am now creating a problem in our, in our marriage. It doesn't need to be there. So it's like, while I may be upset or feel like he's not doing this or that's not happening or blah, 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 blah. I have to like take it down several notches and be like, but let's think about like where he's at. Let's think about where his head is at and try to still get my questions answered, still get my concerns addressed. But, you know, cause like, what was it? A couple of weeks ago when we went to Panera Bread, I was kind of like, you know, I'm concerned because I just feel like we haven't spent that much time together. Like, I don't know what's going on. Is everything okay? Is it something I'm doing? Blah, 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 blah. Cause in my head, I'm like, he's not doing, he's not planning any dates. He's not doing anything with me. He's, he's so like, I'm just upset and flustered. And I'm like, and I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm like, I don't understand. Cause I told him that I want to do this and I want to do that. And he hasn't done anything. And I don't know if he's taking me seriously. And I'm, I'm doing all of this. And when we sit down, I'm like, so, you know, like what's really going on? Because I just kind of feel like, you know, I've talked about, you know, saying I wanted to do this, but like, you know, nothing's happening. Like what's going on? Like, are you okay? Are we okay? Whatever. Mark is just like, girl, I just been tired. I've just been working a lot. 
and you know just trying to keep everything afloat and it's been stressing me out a little bit i was like okay <laughs> like in that moment like the whole like hurricane that was brewing in my head just kind of went splat because i'm like so i was over here creating a whole narrative and getting and just that's what happens sometimes too when you like you let like the voice in your head start like gassing you up a little bit because it's like you can't like you have to be careful about feeding that sometimes because then all of a sudden you've created this whole narrative about how the person feels about your relationship when it's like it's not even that's not there at all and if i had approached him in that nah i told you that i wanted to do blah 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 blah, and you ain't never did nothing you don't really care about me you don't care about our relationship now he has to defend him caring about our relationship and it's turned into a whole argument i've hurt his feelings i've made him feel now he got now we have to repair that whole situation it just creates way more like work and drama to the situation that doesn't need to exist so yeah just when even when you are upset you are you do have concerns as valid as they may be whatever the case is learn to learning to approach it in a way that takes into consideration how the other person may be feeling and how their actions may be directed by something else and not what you think it is basically like not making it about yourself completely but like considering like well, what's going on with the person that this is happening what's going on that i'm feeling this way and they're feeling this way whatever the case is i think makes a huge difference to resolving situations okay apologies for being long-winded about no, that No, it's fine um to backpack like I, i'm gonna just like, try to like work with you in terms mm. of like my list and just Speaking of that, mm. I had to learn that if you are upset and then you say things out of upsetness, I have to listen to the reasoning and heart of why you're upset. Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of times you're saying something because you're upset. And so I have to like, so like, I, we've had this conversation where I was like, you would say something. So I have to back away, like, all right, let's like clear out. <laughs> thing she's saying mm-hmm. and try to understand of what of her intention mm-hmm. of what she, she's upset because of this that's mm-hmm. why she's saying this mm-hmm. if i take too much heart of like the things you're saying mm-hmm. i'm going to miss the intention mm-hmm. if i if i get too caught up in like how you're saying it mm-hmm. i'm going to miss the intention mm-hmm. like the same way how and like i understand people are always like oh you have to work on how you say things correct People have to work on how they say things, but you also like just waiting to they figure out how to say it is unproductive conversation. Also. Yeah, yeah, conversation thing too. Yeah. So like, I have to same thing you said. Leave with love. I have to understand that you don't hate me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> right. Definitely not. You're not trying to hurt me. So if nah. you're saying something that might be hurtful to me, your intention not to hurt me. You're just upset. Yes. And you're saying something. So I have to like right. comb through that and figure yeah. out what yeah. is the reasoning yeah. behind of why you're yeah. upset and yeah. just address that. Yeah. And like, so sometimes it takes me a second. I have to back when like, I yeah. have, let's figure out yeah. 
while you're upset but like i have to also do that there's also something i learned also i have to do that also yeah yeah because like even even when you're saying things in that in, in love and you're trying to be as gentle as you can possibly be you can still potentially upset the person so i don't want people to feel like we're saying you you're supposed to communicate things in a way that won't upset the person because you can't predict what will upset somebody yeah. even and, if you say things in the nicest way you might still upset i i i, I it's just a two-part thing one yeah. person you have to try your best to try to say something in a way that won't hurt the person's feelings mm. because you care about them yeah on the other end, the person, even if what they're saying might hurt their feeling, you have to try to comb through that mm. to understand the heart of the matter and <laughs> understand that they're not trying to hurt your feelings. Right. So both both parts are important. Yes. Yes. You, you, you can't have one without the other. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, kind of piggybacking on on the, I hate the word piggybacking, but kind of like yeah. following in that same trend, um, verbalizing what you want and need. I realized that that is something that I've learned is very important over the years. Like you can't assume that your partner or spouse knows what you want or can read nonverbal cues or read between the lines or any of that. Sometimes you just have to come flat out and be like, I want this. I want that. I like this. I don't like that. Like you have to be direct and verbalize it because a lot of times when you're assuming that the person knows or understands or gets it, even if you've had conversations or you've talked about it or you've whatever, and you think it's kind of a resolved issue, like you have to verbalize it and say again, hey, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, let's say, for example, I told Mark, I want him to, I don't know, buy me flowers once a month. And he does it for like two or three months and then like falls off for two or three months. If that's something I really want and that's important to me and I feel like that's a gesture of love, I need to tell him, hey, you didn't fell off on the flowers. Let's get back to it. Well, so as opposed to sitting there for months being resentful, like mm, he stopped sending me flowers because he doesn't care about my feelings. He doesn't understand how important this is to me. He doesn't know that it matters. He just decided he's not going to send me the flowers anymore. Like I need to open my mouth and say, you were doing this and you stopped and I'm bothered by it. What's up? Because I think a lot of times people will make you feel like, oh, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. You're making too much of it. You know, he's a good man, Savannah. He's a good man. What? That's how people be acting. Um, and so it makes you feel sometimes like you can't bring up certain things or have certain conversations and express certain wants and needs. But like, how else is the person you're with going to know? If you don't say anything, because if I ask him to do something like send me flowers and he does it for a couple of months and then for a couple of months doesn't and I don't say anything, how do I know that he doesn't think, oh, OK, well, she ain't said nothing. So I guess it must not matter to her that much. She must not be bothered and he'll keep doing it. And then I'm sitting here building resentment and getting mad. Meanwhile, he's like, well, she ain't said nothing all this time. So there must be nothing wrong. So I think it's really important to. Even if the conversation gets uncomfortable and, you know, it, it 
and and I know for me, I I ha- I struggle sometimes with like emotional like bearing my emotions too much because I'm like I don't want nobody to think I'm soft because I'm not. So <laughs> for me it's 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 hard sometimes to like delve deep into like why something really hurts me or how it makes me feel like it's challenging for me to do that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, if I never tell you, you won't know that I'm as bothered by it as I am, or it's as important to me as I feel it is. So it's like, I feel like that's something that I've, I've come to learn is like, I have to verbalize because it's like a a part of me too feels like, oh my gosh, you know, you work so hard, you do so much. I know you're so stressed out. Like, I don't want to add extra things to your plate sometimes, but it's like, but if I never say anything, you'll never know that that's how I'm feeling or that's what I want or need. So it's like, yeah, it might be a lot for him to take in in this moment. And maybe I can work on ways to present it in a way that it's digestible, but I still need to say it because if I don't say it, then I, I will continue to feel like I'm not getting X, Y, or Z. And you'll just be there Because what I don't want at any point is for you to be in a place where you're like, everything's fine. We're doing great. And I'm over here like "Mm, calling the divorce lawyer. Like I don't (laughs) because a lot of times when men be hitting them with the she blindsided me, I'm like, not really. She probably told you and then got tired. But it's like men oftentimes don't connect the dots on what's going on or they don't feel like it's that serious so I, I i don't i don't want that to be the case where you have a perception of where we are as a couple and i'm completely differently in, in a completely different space than that so yeah yeah i agree um and on your point um i i, I just put on communication is very important which mm-hmm. is what kind of what you're saying yeah just um you got to communicate a lot of things um if I if you if I have an issue, mm-hmm. communicate it. If yeah. um and if everything is good, yeah. communicate it. Yeah, um, that's true. Agreed. So like so on both sides, I think it's um it's important communication in terms of that. Um, I I I I think we realize how important communication is. Not really after us, but like looking at other people. Mm-hmm. Cause like we'll we'll see others. We're like, oh, they have bad communication. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> they're not saying the same thing to each other at all. <laughs> like no one's hearing. I, and I think recognizing that, I think we're like, okay, this this is quite because like we realize that most people we have, we see around, a lot of them have bad communication in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Like both people aren't saying the same thing mm-hmm. and not communicating well. Yeah, because yeah. like you said to your point, like people have like pre-existing like notions about the motivation for what a person is saying and why they're saying it so that's coloring what they're hearing as opposed to just like receiving it like as the plain comment statement whatever you want to call it yeah what's next on the list what's next on the list um this one is really really uh important for me prioritizing like quality time and date night together that is super huge to me 
And I remember when we were going through premarital counseling, our uh, uh, pastor at the time was like, make sure that you schedule that, make sure that you pencil that in. And at the time we were, you know, young, childless, not doing much with lives in comparison to right now. Like back then we was chilling, mad free time. Had all the time in the world. What a time. Did not appreciate it. Um, But now that we have sort of had a few transitions like in our lives from like being a married couple to, you know, uh, changing jobs to becoming parents to a pandemic to transitioning from being a nine to fiver to an entrepreneur. Like we've had a lot of transitions as a couple and we have changed as people. We're not the same people that we were when we got married seven years ago. Uh, We're not the same people we were when we started dating 11 years ago. So it's like taking that time to like check in and spend quality time with each other is so important. And I feel like the more we progress, like the harder it becomes to do it. And I mean, the panoramic didn't help because for a while, like you couldn't really go nowhere. There was no outside. There was no nothing to do, like in terms of like going and sitting down and having a dinner and checking in with each other, whatever the case is. But it's like that is so, so important to take now that we now that because we we I can admit this, we both have kind of fallen off in terms of organizing, planning, getting date nights together just because it's it's more of a hassle. It's like, okay, now we got to find somebody to watch Avery and we got to figure out what day. And then you have meetings. I have meetings. Like it's always something going on. So it's actually quite challenging to plan date nights and stuff like that. But it's like, it's so important, like to even just like, even if you don't go out anywhere, but to like, I don't know, take a walk together, like go for a drive together, just do something where it's just like, the two of you as a couple where you're like reconnecting as people and not just talking about like responsibility. Like, cause Mark and I talk all the time, but you know, a lot of our conversations are about like bills, Mm -hmm. like boring stuff, like life stuff, (laughs) like not to say those things aren't important, but it's like, yeah, we, we have a kid. We got to talk about, you know, school. We got to talk about, after school programs we got to talk about activities we got to talk about rent paying this bill paying that bill you know just putting gas in the car like just real like mundane life stuff so we talk all the time but it's like we can go for a minute without having like a real like me and you heart to heart checking about like where we are like as a couple and how do we feel about our relationship and it's like, you know, we have to be intentional about like starting those conversations with one another and be like, how you feeling about what's going on here? Like what's happening? And be, and, and being OK with the answers we're given, like even if it's like it chafes us a little bit, but like being OK with where the conversation goes, because like that kind of stuff is important because I'm like, I remember I would always like hear about people who would be married for like 25, 30 years and get divorced. And I'd be like and I'd always hear the statement like. I woke up and I felt like the person was a stranger. And I was like, what do you mean? You've been with them for 25, 30 years. Like, what are you talking about? But now that we're sort of in that grind of like day in, day out, like 
you go to work, I go to work. Like there are days when we were both working from home, we barely talk to each other. We'd be sitting in here like on our computers, tap, tap, tapping. And then when Avery comes home, it's like balancing Avery, doing laundry, cooking dinner, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, the day's over and it's time to go to bed. And it's like, we haven't had a, a moment to like connect with one another and like really like, make sure we're in a good place as a couple and so it's like i completely now get how people can go 25 30 years doing that routine and then one day they're in the house by themselves sans kids and they're just like oh i don't even i don't even know who you be over here so like for me i'm like i don't want to get to that place i don't want that to be our reality so it's like we really have to you know take the time and be intentional about connecting with one another and spending quality time you know because i know for a lot sometimes too i'd be feeling bad because i'm like ah, like you know like i feel like we should be doing more family things being with Avery, blah 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 but it's like we have to we can do that but we also have to like be focused on the us um of the situation as well yeah, my mind is similar. It says together doesn't mean spending time because mm-hmm. like we, we we would be together at the same spot like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, we'd be like in the same in the same location mm. all, all the time. time, all the time. <laughs> um, spending time and actually having conversations, not much. Yeah. Um, and what you're saying is true. I think I think when that happens, when people say like I don't know who that person is, is because like you're not checking in because people are growing every day. Mm, yeah. Right. Agreed. People are changing. They're growing every day. But if you're not really checking in to see how that, what that growth is, mm-hmm. then it becomes different thing. Cause like, I'm, I'm sure I have grown and changed throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've changed from when we first met. I have changed from when we married. I've mm-hmm. changed from when we first had Avery. Mm-hmm. But like, if we're not checking in to see what those changes are, there's a certain point you're like, mm, why, why are they doing that? That's not what they used to do. Right. Exactly. And like, <laughs> like what, why, why is this thing different now? Mm-hmm. And it's different now is because people are different. Like yeah. people change, like yeah. they go through experiences mm-hmm. and because a lot of experiences people go through, it might not be um, the same experience as your spouse. Okay. Like, I might go, like, we'll be in the same location, but we're not experiencing the same thing the same yeah. way. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's like, I'm like, like for instance, with the business, we're both in, we're both doing the business. I tell her things going on, but the things I'm going through with the business might be changing me mm-hmm. in terms of like how I approach certain things might mm-hmm. change me. How I approach um, business, how I approach certain things might change how I do things. I don't know what they are, but I just know when you're engrossed in something, it just changes who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it, it just it's just how things operate when you yeah. when you're engrossed in. I'm doing things differently now than I've done before. I'm obviously going to change. It's just how things work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, been doing the business full time since September. So obviously some ways I do things are going to be different. I'm not sure if it's better or worse, but I know I'm going to do things differently now. Mm-hmm. And like we, it's important to stay abreast to those changes and like have those conversations and talk and everything. So we can kind of note those changes. So we're not later on saying, why is this person different now? Like mm-hmm. this person's different because they grow different, right? Yeah. And you just you just didn't know what to change because you didn't take time to yeah note those changes. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. What's next on my list? Um, next on my list, uh, address things head on, uh, and I think I kind of touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to make it a separate point, like 
I think there is space for, you know, taking a moment to collect yourself, to gather your thoughts, to, you know, do whatever. But like addressing things head on is so important. Like when it comes to like stuff, especially with like finances, because like for me, I never want to talk about finances ever. Like I just don't like I just want Mark to go crunch his numbers and come back and tell me what's going on. I never like I don't know what makes me so uncomfortable like I understand that it's an important conversation it needs to be had and while I very reluctantly participate I do but it's like I need to probably go to therapy and figure out why I'm so like averse to like having the conversation like, every time Mark brings it up I just feel like, I don't want to talk about this like I know it's important I know we have to talk about it but for some reason my mind is just like no I don't want to just go crunch your numbers on the spreadsheet and come back and tell me what's happening and, you know, there are there are times, you know, being transparent where we've been like, OK, so this is how much the bills are. This is how much we got. Will we how we fit to do this? Are we going to sell drugs for a day? Like, what's the plan? So, <laughs> you know, because sometimes like things happen that you don't anticipate and it's like, oh, snap. And we got to move some money around. We got to do whatever. So then we have to have those conversations. And sometimes I don't be wanting to have the conversation. I'd be trying to see if I can figure it out by myself before I got to be like, hey, so uh, we're going to have to we going to have to do some moving. Because like you, I, <laughs> the, 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 the big thing is like you, you, you work hard. Right? I do. We work hard. So you want to be able to have fun with your money. Right. And sometimes we don't have the time, the, the finances to do that. To be fun. You got to be responsible. I haven't had fun with my money in years <laughs> because I have to make sure that you can have fun with your money. That's fine. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> so it's like, so that, that's why I laugh sometimes when you're like, why don't you buy anything for yourself? I'm like. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just been looking at me shop for the last five years. Like, wow, new clothes again, huh? Look at you. I'm like, meh, meh, meh. I just got to figure out how to fill the holes yeah many times um so that's that's where the communication yeah yeah <laughs> that's gotta feel because like and it's true because like sometimes i want to bring it up but i'm like you you don't want to talk about this so i don't i, I, I definitely so, don't so now i just gotta figure out how to fill the holes on my own <laughs> but yeah we, but yes yes definitely it's like an important conversation it's an adult conversation i think i've gotten better in being open to having um, you, a conversation even better now yes, yes. Yes, but, you know, there was a point in time I was like, please don't talk to me about this. Just crunch your numbers over there and come back and tell me what the results are. Just, I don't want to be involved in the, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what I can and can't spend. Just work that out, okay? Thank you. But yes, uh, addressing addressing things head on because- But, but to, to your point, the reason why I want you to be a part of it, because when I say no, I need you to understand why. And not, I'm not saying no to be a jerk. Because you think I, because like, I remember even in the beginning of the relationship, you thought I was saying no because I was just being a jerk. <laughs> that, that was my perception, yes. You're like, yeah, he's a jerk. That's why you say no. He doesn't want me to have anything. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's, uh, so it's, I need you it's to, just not financially responsible. So I need you to understand where we are. Yes. So yes. so I and look, look with me. So when I say no, you understand it's a reason behind it. Yes. I and to this day I still understand, but I also struggle with being told no because I grew up like an only child. So I just I'm just used to having things and getting things when I want them. And this whole concept of no is very foreign to me. Still still trying to understand why. I just, as far as I'm concerned, I just feel like you just don't want me to be great. Like, bump the electricity. We don't need that. Let me have my things. But, you know, whatever. Got to be responsible. Got to be an adult. <sighs> but yes, addressing these things head on is really important because, 
you know, they do say that finances is a major, and I will agree, it's a major point of contention in relationships and it does lead to a lot of, of divorces. So it's like when people trying to hide stuff that's going on with money or not being upfront about what's going on, it does create a lot of extra like drama and stress already on top of everything else that's going on. So like addressing those kinds of like fundamental like life issues head on super important super important like you know making decisions about having another kid like that's something that needs to be addressed head on that's not a well I don't know let's see let's like that's like that's an ongoing conversation that needs to be started even if it's uncomfortable even if it leads to you know an argument or whatever the conversations need to be had because these are things that will ultimately change the dynamic of your marriage and of your life and so you you have to no matter how challenging it may be bring in a third party if you have to but those conversations need to be like addressed head on instead of like tap dancing and doing the avoidance thing because it's just not worth it Mm -hmm. oh what's next on my paper um try new things trying new things i think that's one of the things that i've learned is is really important over the years that oh, we've I, been I think it was my turn oh it was your turn oh i'm sorry yeah. i thought i thought you said no go ahead go ahead i thought you had said something like or oh, response but um but we can go back to that um together doesn't mean spending no you did say I, that. no no don't get caught up in your own trials mm-hmm. that's what it was okay don't get caught up in your own trials um I think it's important that um, I guess because you see because I sometimes I am get caught up in like the things that I'm going through mm-hmm. and the things that I'm I, I uh, I'm doing and I, I understand everybody has something going on mm-hmm. um, and like when I'm trying to figure out things with the business and stuff like that like I get caught up in like trying to fix it mm-hmm. and trying to like all right we need to do this this and this mm-hmm. um I gotta pay the rent we gotta do like i have to i'm like i'm like constantly like all right we gotta do this and like i'm constantly thinking about that that sometimes other things get lost mm-hmm. um i get too caught so caught up in like i gotta do this this and this that like sometimes i'm not um because i'm in my own head mm-hmm. i'm i'm not um addressing anything else that's going on sometimes and mm-hmm. some things other things need to be need to be done mm-hmm. and it's not like um i need to put more stuff in my plate i just need to be aware about what's going on mm-hmm. um and i'm not aware sometimes because mm-hmm. i'm i get caught up in the things that are going on so i i'm i'm trying to do better at being aware of other things going on like you've said it multiple times hey we have house here too <laughs> we, we live in house so like i have to like things like cleaning, things like that. Like I have to be aware of other things going on mm. and not get so caught up. Cause like, if if I feel as if that like, especially cause like, I, I, like it's not your fault. Mm. It's just, I, I took the responsibility. Like if we don't have money for something, it is my fault. Mm. I have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So like, if I feel as if it's not figured out yet, I'm like so caught up in that. I don't see everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything else going on. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we got to figure this out. Right. And like, that's kind of what happens mm-hmm. um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have to figure that out. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because I feel like, you know, there, I was like, what's that sound? There is a, expectation of like you being the the male 
in the situation that you're supposed to like figure things out. And I guess I do expect that to a certain degree because I can't do everything. So, um, yeah, I do, I do, I do kind of resonate with that point that you're making. And we, we have had conversations about, about that, as you said, Er, yes, uh, try new things. I think that that's important because like I said before, I feel like you can get very caught up in routine and like doing things the same way and going to the same places and just, just getting comfortable. And I think that's bad for, for a relationship. If you want it to like progress and move forward, like you have to decide to try new things, whether that's trying new things, you know, like going to, you know, maybe not going to your tried and true vacation spot, maybe like going to a new country or to a new destination. Maybe it means, you know, trying new, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's the dishwasher. I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out what the noise was in the background. I was like, what is that? Um, Trying new sexual things, uh, dressing, trying new clothes, trying a new hairstyle, trying, trying new things to like make things interesting in your relationship, because it's very easy to fall into a routine and not realize that you've kind of been doing the same thing over and over for years at a time, because it's like you get, you get like, I think you get comfortable and it's like there's so many external challenges like with you know with work if you're in school you know whatever external things you've got going on outside your marriage like there's so many challenges that come with those dynamics that like your relationship is often like your like safe place or your like soft landing area and so it can be very easy to be like okay, well, this pattern of how we do things works. Let's just keep doing that. Because I don't have to think about that. Like, I have to think about work. I have to think about being a parent. I have to think about, you know, being in school. I have to think about being on this, like, executive board. I have to think about being in this organization. This thing is my safe thing. This is my easy thing. I don't have to think about that. And I think, you know, people that that often is the 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 road to the demise of many great relationships is the feeling of i don't have to think about this i can just i can do this in my sleep and i feel like you know you have to break away from that and and challenge yourself and do new things in your relationship because if you treat it like i don't have to think about this i can do this in my sleep you will you will find yourself very quickly bored and suddenly other things become interesting to you because you're doing the same old thing over and over in this in this you know relationship so try new things man try new things do new things like i'm not saying do things that are like inauthentic or like just weird for you because you know i don't i don't want to make people feel like oh yeah like you know start swinging like don't do that let's not get crazy um Unless that's something that y'all both mutually agree to, that's cool. I'm not judging you, but like, let let's. I'm just saying, people people doing stuff. Um, but let's let you know, do stuff that is like comfortable, mutually beneficial, mutually agreed on, etc. To bring some new life and excitement to 
what y'all got going on because forever is a mighty long time yeah. as big crit said and um on that on that same page it's important to try to not of course not for everything some things it, it is a no but try to start saying um not yet instead of no mm-hmm. um especially like it, even with things that are like financially not together like mm. Cause like we, we had this conversation where it was like something like you want to do and I try not to say no just like not right now maybe mm-hmm. next time or like this like I, we just don't have it right now mm-hmm. and maybe next time we'll try to do that and and also like but don't say next time and like not really be next time right. like you have to start like all right maybe, maybe I put, put money to the side and get this together for next time yeah I, I believe um, all things are possible with planning and preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you just need more time for the planning preparation. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. So it's it's important to like, all right, I, maybe not this time, but maybe next time. And just plan it, plan and prep it out. Okay. Agreed. Uh, my last thing is do what works for you. And what I mean by that is especially in today's like social media heavy world. There's a lot of people that there's a lot of couples that post a lot of content and curate themselves in such a way that, you know, people feel like, Oh, I got to do what they do um, in order to like have the kind of relationship that they have or that couple is goals or I like, I like what they got going on. I want to be couple goals, like their couple goals. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. We're going to do this, that, third, and the other to emulate that. And it's like, it might not even be authentic to who you are as individual people or who you are as a couple, but like now you're doing things like, I don't want to say for clout because I hate that term, but you're doing things for the look for the moment for the photo op not because you genuinely want to do this or you genuinely enjoy this or you genuinely have interest in this or you're genuinely like bonding and growing as a couple you're just like doing it because it's like oh this is what this is what the cool couples do and you know I I I feel like that's that's just a, a recipe for disaster because you like you get to the point where you're like you're not even being your authentic selves anymore. Like you're, you're putting on a, a performance for who I don't know, but you're putting on a performance and, you know, God forbid, sudden you su- God forbid, one of you suddenly decides you don't want to participate in this anymore. Now we got problems. So I feel like do what works for you as a couple, like, even if other people don't get it, they don't understand. They don't think this is the way you should do it. Blah, 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 blah. Do what works for you as a couple and and what helps you to progress as a couple. Like there are people who feel like you shouldn't like involve a third party in certain situations where you may need an extra ear of advice or they don't think you should go to counseling or therapy or they don't think you should raise your kids a certain way or they don't think you should do what works for you because at the end of the day you and your partner are the the only two people in that marriage who care about as much as y'all do who care about it as much as you do and who have the investment in it that you do so you know other people's advice may be well-intentioned may have some merit to it whatever the case is but at the end of the day, the integrity and the authenticity of what you've got going on matters more than 
you know, contorting yourself into a pretzel to like follow some path that somebody else thinks is okay. Like there are people who have a very like traditional mindset, like the man is the only one who speaks. The man is the one who this, the man is the one who that. Mark and I both share our opinions. Mark and I both speak. He's not self-conscious or feeling less manly because I speak up for myself or I say something or whatever the case is. That's our dynamic. That works for us. If the the man always talks and one woman sits in the back holding her hands, dynamic works for you, that's cool. That's not what happens here. And that's okay. So just, you know, don't allow other people's like vision of what they think a marriage is or should be be translated to what your vision for what you think your own marriage is or should be. Work. Um, yeah. And then my last one's a little light. Um, it's, it's not that crazy. It's just, it's, it's awesome judging others with your spouse. Yes. It's, it's quite fun. It's so much fun. Oh my Jud- God. Judging other people, judging couples, judging yes. people. It's, you can just do it together. It's, yes. It's like a, yes. It's, it's like an activity. It's so much fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. I, I mean, was, and like you sure it doesn't go out to anyone else. Yes. Like, it's just, I would listen. It's, it's just y'all two just be just judging, judging others. Like, not harshly, just like wow. Just, what's happening over there? What's what? That's crazy. That's <laughs> that's wow. It's, it's it's fun. Yes, it is. It is fun. Uh, I was literally talking to my coworker about this the other day, and I was just like. Nobody gossips more than a married couple. No, no one, no one, no one. So I'd be like, listen, I'd be telling my friends, if there's something you specifically don't want Mark to know, you need to share that because I'm telling him what you said. (laughs) I'm telling him because there are some things I can't talk about with anybody else. Like I literally have no one else to talk to about this. I can tell Mark for one of two reasons. A, he's not involved in the situations most of the time. And B, He's not going to remember half the things that were said anyway. So sure, sure way to say some things and know that it won't go anywhere else because it's Mark. So it's like, yeah, that is that is a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun. I do enjoy. I do enjoy that. We don't be like dragging people, but we do be just you just be judging and laughing a little bit. But it's cool. Yes. It's all love. It's all yeah. love. Like I'm pretty just 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 understand it's for everybody. Just like everybody gets it. Everybody. So it's no like, one's exempt. Yeah. No everybody exempt. everybody gets the judgment from, from the Bennett clan. Yes. The singles, the marrieds, everybody. Yeah. They they all get it. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. But we love we love all y'all though. Yes. We love all y'all though. Respectfully. We do. We do. Word. Yes. All right. And that was seven years, seven things. Yes. Seven years, seven things. That's fine. The song is the song. You always have a song for something. You never want to sing, but always have a song for something. I find that to be interesting. It makes sense to me. I don't know why it doesn't make sense to you. Okay. I. Okay. That's cool that you feel that way. It makes perfect sense to me. I disagree. But, um, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Doesn't, but uh, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can leave that where it is. Um, can you pass my phone, please? It fell on the floor. Um, and can you pass me the thing to play to play the song? The 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 piece. I know there are words for this. Uh none of the words you're actually saying. Shh. 
Don't judge me. So yes, we are on to the artist spotlight. Well, well, if you have any questions first. Oh yes, any questions, <laughs> any thoughts? We would love to hear it. Please email us. Let us know. Yes, let us know. For Shizzle Dizzle on the track with a big Snoop Dizzle. Um. Yes. So this week's artist spotlight. I feel like we've really been wilding in the Nigerian department because I think the last five people have been Nigerian, but I don't know. It just their music is good. They know what they're doing over there. They making they making that good music. Okay. There's actually like an Afrofest thing where some of them are gonna be in Puerto Rico next year, but I'm like the money. Because the ticket for the Afrofest itself is like $250. I'm like, uh. Then you still got to turn around and do flight and hotel. I'm like, for Puerto Rico. Like, girl, this day, mm-mm. I'm not going to spend so much money upon that. But the artist going, I would get my life for sure. But I'm like, I'm not. Me and Fatu definitely looked. And we was like, never mind. Never. Never mind. We're just going to move along. Because uh, this isn't going to work. But this week's artist spotlight is a, a young man from Nigeria by the name of Ladipo. Um, his name is Ladipo Esso. Um, and he was signed, he is signed to um, Maven Records as of 2017. Uh, he's been doing, he was born in Lagos, Nigeria, and he attended the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, where he was a bio and chem major. He was going to probably be someone's doctor as is, you know, one of the accepted um, African slash Caribbean professions. Um, in case you don't know what they are, it's doctor, lawyer, engineer, uh, accountant is viewed favorably. Uh, finance, whatever that means, is viewed favorably as well. Nursing, potentially. Teaching, but like lower down. Um, everything else is trash. So... Uh, yeah. So he was in college majoring in bio and chemistry. Um, he found some friends and they started a musical group. Um, and, uh, they was out here in these streets, uh, doing, doing the musics. Um, he considers himself to be, um, inspired by Slum Village, Lupe, Fiasco, and Little Brother, which is why I think I like his music because I like all three of them. So, yeah, he has a song out now uh, called Feeling with another Nigerian artist named Buju. Because when I saw Buju, I said Buju Bantan, but it didn't, it didn't. <laughs> but it was not Buju Bantan. It was another young man named Buju who's also Nigerian. He's an Afrofusion singer. Um, and he has a song out with uh, uh, Lapi... Ladipo, um, this uh, Buju guy, I'm just looking it up. He's also affiliated with uh, Burna Boy and Wizkid, who are the two kings of uh, the Nigerian Afrobeats situation at this point in time. So uh, let's get into this song. It popped up on my uh, on my title, uh, what you call it? Um, playlist situations. And I was like, oh, this is cute. So this is the song Feeling by Ladipo and Buju.
say all my feelings and nothing can stress me. The way I run the game, I'm feeling like referee. No, like Moses parting the Red Sea like a chauffeur, me in the back of the Bentley. So I step out, all white, can't stain. What you want? Rose, champagne? I got that big bag, back pain. I'm taking the piss, the only time I can't aim. So we toast to the good life, living every minute to the full, cause I could die. Pull up at the spot, open doors, and it's suicide. Chilling rent free, where the check, please? Couple hundred G's on a good night. It's good, send it my way. If it's bad, keep it private. All these haters so vexed, I'm the best alive. You don't want to test the guy. You be sleeping on yourselves, you testify. Throw myself a party, then act surprised. Be the highest in the room when the guests arrive. Yeah, ain't nobody villa. Touchdown, got a couple G's for the dealer. Gang signs out the window, my killer. Life getting sweeter, no use what I dilute my right bean. So we toast to the good life. Every minute to the full, cause we could die. Pull up open doors and it's suicide. Yeah. 16 bad, whoop, and they all by the poolside. That was Lapido and Buju, not Banton. Um, feeling. That was that was their song. It's popping. I don't know what you was just watching over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is what is happening over there? Uh, so yeah, get into them. Uh, I like I like what they got going on. I can't wait to hear more. Something about that song reminds me of the French Montana song that I hate, but they've done it better. What's that? What's that? You are unforgettable. I hate yeah. that song. But something about, <laughs> I cannot stand. Every time it will come on, I'll be like, turn it off. Jesus. But there's something about this one that, like, it reminds me of that, but they've done it better. And I also may not like French Montana, like, as a person. So there's that. Um, I don't know why. Something about his face irritates me. His um, whole face. Yes. His whole face. Something about, every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah. 
that's 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 our artist spotlight moving on to this week in random, random. so i guess the first thing we'll get started with is the bet hip-hop awards okay we don't have that much time by the way where we going no i'm saying like in the episode it, we, we're, we're at really an hour and 20 minutes so far. Okay, I thought it was like an hour and 50. We good. We'll be wrapped up by two. Um, BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, outside of Toby Nguigwe and um, maybe like... Uh, Nelly? Yes, and Nelly. I, y'all could have kept the whole thing, honestly. Yeah. Um, Bia, the most boring performance I've ever seen in my life. She looked bored. I was bored. Even Lil John hype self. Could not bring life to that. It was dead, dead on arrival. Could not be resuscitated. What, what, what I was saying, Over. I was like, canceled. You Done. can't, like, you can't just stand there and with the hands, ha 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 ha, like, and we don't know you, right? <laughs> like, well, I not, only know the one song she did. You got, you have to be a certain level of popularity, right? To just be able to stand there and just like Nelly was able to do that because we know his because he's Nelly and so, Nelly's like, got the hits, so like his songs would carry it. Yes. That that's the reason that, that that was um Jay Z's argument in the first place. Mm. Like Jay Z used to do that too, mm. but his songs kind of carried it. Yes, and two, it was against other performers. Yes, like by itself, it can carry carry because we like we know the song, we hype with the song. Ah, the song. Ah. Right. I don't know your song, so like you can't just right. come and just rap like, to me. People can say whatever they want to say about Cardi B about how she can't rap, her voice is annoying. Blah 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 blah. One thing that girl does do is engage you. Okay. Yeah. She knows how to. She has stage presence. She knows how to perform. She knows how to entertain. So even songs, I don't know. Like honestly, the Migos bore me with their performances. I, they be having lights, camera, action. I still be like, all right. But when Cardi B comes out, I'm like, well, well let me see what sis is doing. Let me get into what's happening here. Yeah, because the Migos try to do the. Yeah, they they bore me to death. Performance. I listen to an album any day, but them watching them perform, like, I would never pay money for a Migos show. Like never in life. For them to do what? Stand around and bore me? I can stay at home for that. Um, but yeah, Cardi B Cardi B knows how to perform. Lil' Kim knows how to perform. Nicki Minaj and her crazy self knows how to perform. Bia, I just need you to sit and watch some tape. Don't come back again until you watch some tape, because that right there was bored. Even the girl Lotto gave more energy in her performance than in than what that Bia girl gave. She looked so bored. I said, is she all right? Like you ever seen somebody look like they just powered down? Like somebody just pressed the thing and it went do 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 do. Like that's what she was giving me. Yeah, uh, and I didn't uh, like that. I I I think a lot of the performances weren't they, they weren't that active. Like even even like other people that were performing, it was just like ex- Baby Keem. I was it, just kind of like it was okay. exciting because the people around them were yeah. probably doing stuff, but like them themselves so were like didn't really give what it was supposed to give. Yeah. Um, the ciphers were very meh this yeah. year as well. That, 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 that's why Toby was hyped because Toby himself. Yeah, Toby. Yeah. Now, the the one critique I will give of Toby and that song in general, when they do the hype version, I need Fat to do some cardio because Fat be sounding out of breath. Yeah, I'm like, you got to catch your breath, baby. It's it's a lot of hollering. Like your your husband, he just you know he got that football player like lung strength. You gotta yeah. you gotta work, Fat, because you be sounding like and you just had a baby. So I was a little nervous. Yeah, saying, for you. I, th- I think she's probably like, just tired from yeah. This. <laughs> I'm like the girl. The, she, listen, she, she's probably just tired from that. She's probably tired. Wait, if y'all gonna perform that song, somebody got to take them babies. Let Fat get the appropriate rest because it. Like I appreciate that she kept the energy, but I could also hear in her breathing that it was like taxing her. So yeah. I was like, I hope she all right. But yeah. their energy was like 
palpable. And I loved it because Nelly was jamming. Okay, no. Nelly was in that chair like, eh, this my ish, eh, the jamming. So I loved it. I loved the response. Like, I love the energy. Best performance of the night, hands down. No yeah. question. Best performance. Um, you want to stop trying to hit me in my face with I'm just trying thing. to get close because you're oh. kind of far away from the mic. Because I don't like being all up on mics. It doesn't thrill me. Great. Okay. Gosh. I don't know why you can't just respect that. Respect my feelings, my boundaries. My you, gosh. You done? No. Actually, it can be as a. Are you talking about next verses? Do we go on to the next? You're irritating. Yes. So the next verses is Big Daddy Kane and KRS One. Yes. Is that correct? Um, what day is it? Um, I feel like it's coming up. It's, it is coming up. I don't want to sound disinterested. I'm sure there's somebody out there that cares like very heavily. I, I care about it. You? Yes, exactly. You are the someone that's out there. Um, <laughs> so, like, I care. Like October seventeenth. October seventh. I was like, I feel like it's coming up soon. Um, it's going to be at the Barclays. The people are selling tickets. Blah blah blah. I'm sure it will be very well attended by the old school hip hop heads. Like I miss the old school hip hop like wave. I guess. Like I was a kid slash not thought of when these people started making music. So like I'm familiar with some of their music, but like not that much. So I feel like I would watch this and kind of be like, okay, that's cool. That's what's up. I would probably recognize some of their music that's been sampled by later artists, but like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not terribly over the moon or like emotionally invested in this as a versus like it's cool that they're able to get some of these older artists together to do this like i think this is going to be great um i do think just if i had to choose someone off of personality alone it would probably it would probably be i did see that it would that's uh, do you want to go it would probably be i'll watch it on fight (laughs) it would probably be uh big daddy kane because i I think krs1 is slightly insufferable personality wise but you know, he may make better music. I don't know. Do you have a do you have a call for this for this one? Um, Big Daddy Kane versus KRS One. Probably Big Daddy Kane for me. Okay. Um. Yeah, probably Daddy Kane for me. But um, I know certain people like KRS One more a lot more. Okay. Um, Kara's one is cool. I like doing that King songs a lot more than I do. So. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess we'll be tuned in on the 17th to see yes. what the and kids get. Apparently, give. 16th for Supercat. For Supercat. Two falling on me yard. One knock a car, one iron. That's, that's, that's marking his sister's like jam. One knock a one iron. Knock a couple me. Not probably. Let me decide to say they go. Because. They were Jamaican adjacent as as youth, <laughs> and so this is this is why this song resonates with these two South Carolina born children. That's right. Um, yeah, moving on. Um, if y'all looking for something to watch, I need y'all to get into Squid Game on Netflix. Apparently, it's anime. So if you've watched anime, you've seen it before. Um, but apparently, it's live action anime because I was telling Mark the storyline, and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But it's li- it's basically like. Hunger Games meets like uh, Jigsaw Let's Play a Game 
Um, but the twists and turns are fascinating. Like it keeps you locked in. Like the first episode, I watched the first 30 minutes. I said, oh, y'all playing with me. Y'all think I'm finna do this? And then my coworkers was like, nah, 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 nah. Watch the rest. Good advice. I took it. And, uh, I basically watched all nine episodes in two days. Um, great show. Great show. Korean, the Koreans is given in the, in the content when it comes to these like movies and TV shows or whatever. Um, cause if you've ever seen Parasite, the movie, so good. Like you'll like this, uh, squid game. It's hilarious. Not hilarious. It's, it's insane. The memes and the, the Twitter things are hilarious, but the, the movie itself is, it touches on a lot of topics. It touches on a lot of things you wouldn't think something like that would touch on. It's, it really makes you think about like how you view society and how you, how you view like issues like racism and xenophobia and stuff like that. Like it's super cool. Um, but yeah, watch that. Get your life. It's so good. Um, the other thing I want to talk about switching gears a little bit. Um, so I read a story yesterday about a teacher in New Jersey who basically forcibly removed a hijab from a second grade Muslim student um, and told her, you don't have to wear this anymore. Your hair is beautiful. What, ma'am? I beg your pardon? Why, why would you... Well, first of all, why are you touching that child? Let's let's begin there. Why are you why are you in physical contact with that child? Unless the child is sick or there's there the child is falling or about to fall. Like I don't understand what series of events would have led to you touching that child and forcibly removing her headscarf from her head. Like let's start there. Um it's 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 they probably run in circles where they all believe that um people who um, wear hijabs are not free. Um, they're sub- they're subjugated by their religion. They're doing that because of, and they they don't have the freedom of America. So like she felt like she was trying to save that child in her mind, and she's trash. That's but, cool. You can think all of those things, but, but like why she, are you touching that kid? Because in her mind, she was like, I'm like I feel obligated. I have to do this because it is important. But like, what do you what, like? What do you think is the end goal? The kids still gotta go home where they wear hijab, so they just gonna put another one on so her. Like, in, where are you? In, in her mind, she's what's like, what's the long I, game? I got through to that child. That child will just will think better and and like address. She's in second grade. Like, what you think? I'm just letting you know. Where, where what's the long the long term? Like, what where are we at on this? Because you're, you're asking for a lot from these crazy people. Because you would never walk up. I would think you would never walk up to a grown woman wearing a hijab and try to rip it off her head. Are you crazy? What's yeah. wrong with you? Who knows? Who knows? Child, maybe they are crazy. I don't know. But, you know, the the parents are filing suit against the school. They're calling for the teacher's job. There's a whole petition going around. I'm like, she deserves to be fired. I don't care what you think about what people do with their religious practices and blah, 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 blah. Like, there is no part of the conversation where it's ever okay for you to physically assault a child. Because apparently the little girl tried to like tug away from her and pull the hijab away from her and the teacher ripped it off. So I'm like, now you done traumatized that child. You've exposed her to the whole class. 
now everybody's like, well, why did Miss So-and-so do that to, to uh, little Jane? Why did she pull her headscarf off? Like, it's just the violation and the disrespect for me. Like, I'm sorry, I had to catch that teacher outside at three o'clock and run the fade because ma'am, ma'am, like I can't imagine if we were Muslim and Avery went to school with a hijab and I pulled up to the school and the teacher was like, I took it off. I'd beat that teacher up and down that block and back around again because just the audacity, I just, I can't even, I can't even begin to understand, but I hope that lady get fired I hope them parents get a nice settlement. And more importantly, I hope the parents move that kid out of that school if they can help it. Because I feel like they like that little girl must be traumatized by that situation. And I can't imagine that she would feel comfortable going back there. So yeah, that's crazy. Don't touch people's kids. That's the that's the story. Don't touch people's kids. Just just keep your hands to yourself. And be lucky that them girls' parents wasn't knuck if you buck. Because one thing, one thing for certain and two things for sure. If that was some Philadelphia Muslims and they had pulled that off that baby head, we'd be looking for that teacher like we was looking for Kelly Price. She'd have been missing. Missing. Because them Philadelphia Muslims do not play that. Okay? They bought that life. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in other news, uh, you know, the panoramic's still going on. And apparently um, supply chain issues um, with shipping of certain resources and things have caused there to be shortages on things like toothpaste and tissues. So, um, you know, I'm not telling y'all go buy it all up, but, you know, next time you go shopping, maybe grab an extra one or two because, you know, there's stuff that's been sitting in ports for like months. But because of social distancing and the panoramic and all that, there's not enough people to like get the stuff off the ships and get it to the supermarkets and the pharmacies and wherever it needs to go. So it doesn't seem like this is letting up. So it might be something for people to pay attention to uh, in the coming months, because we don't want another situation where people out here scrambling to get stuff like wipes and blah 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 and and like you know Lysol spray or whatever so just you know be mindful be conscientious but you know prepare at the same time um the last thing I want to talk about so I don't know if we talked about it here on the podcast or if we talked about it together but um the vaccine mandate was put out to the military that all military folks have to be vaccinated. There was like a guy who like resigned from the military basically and is going on this campaign about how it's about, you know, my body, my choice and so on and so forth. Um, So a report came out uh, this week that there are still hundreds of thousands of military members who are still only partially vaccinated or completely unvaccinated altogether. And I think the deadline is coming to get vaxxed. I think it's October 30th, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm just kind of like, so if they don't get vaccinated, like, do we not have a robust military anymore? Like, what, We're still going to have a robot. What does that mean? Like, uh, this is are why, these people going to be like discharged? Are they going to be penalized? Like, what, we, what, 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 what is the end game of this? You, you know why it's weird? You can't be in the military without being vaccinated. Period. Point blank. Like in general, before before the COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. you need vaccinations for the military. Yeah, you need all types of things. You need vaccinations when you travel to certain countries. Mm-hmm. And that is what military does. Yeah. Literally. You, I, I think you have to get vaccinations before you go to basic training. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You can't say I'm anti-vax because they can't have people getting sick. Yes, you are. As a military member, you are a literal government property. Um, you can't now say like what? Like yes, yeah, so I'm just like so. What's the plan? <laughs> like, like, and and that's why it's confusing to me. That that's like that is the only part that's confusing. Me. Like I understand why people are saying like I don't. I, they were unvaccinated. They don't mm. do vaccination and everything. But people have been companies, people, jobs, schools have been requiring vaccinations for years. This mm. is not a new thing. Right. This is not a new concept that people just created a required vaccination. This has been the case for years. Mm-hmm. Um, before I worked at, when I was working at EOC, I had to get a health screening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something that always has happened. Mm-hmm. You had to do a health screening and make sure you ha- don't have certain things. That has always been the case. Mm-hmm. That has never not been the case. Right. When dealing with the public, you, a lot of times you got to do health screening, but it's, it's how things work. Mm-hmm. Dealing with children, same thing. So the fact that people are arguing points that have never, that have always been the case, is weird to me. Yeah, the problem, the, the the other issue that popped up from this is with the firing of or suspension of nurses for not being vaccinated, which I kind of have a problem with because it's like, how were they yesterday's heroes and now they're fired? Is that they're asking the National Guard to now step in and do some of these duties, but some of these same National Guard members aren't getting vaccinated. So like. Where are we going with this? How does this work for the average American citizen who's just trying to get healthcare services wherever they go? If I ain't got no nurse because she don't want to get vaccinated, not a National Guard who's supposed to replace the nurse ain't vaccinated. Who's doing the things over here? Who's right. doing the things? Yeah, it, I, 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 that's my only contention. It's like... It's it is not a new thing. Yeah, I agree with you though. I agree. With People you. have been required to get vaccinations for years for things. That, that is, they just added another one to the list. Mm-hmm. The reason why this is only reason this is becoming a big thing in the first place is because they made vaccines political. Yeah. So now it's it's making it seem as if you getting the vaccine is choosing a party mm-hmm. and choosing a candidate when it's not mm-hmm. like because they made it such a political thing that like they're not saying oh the health officials the government is trying to do it they're saying liberals are saying to get the vaccine mm-hmm. so now it's becoming a, a a um political thing that's the only reason why it's becoming a big thing in the first place yeah it's it's always been this way yeah this is is nothing new right I'm like it's cool. All I'm saying is do do whatever you feel like you want to do for yourself. I'm not gonna say you shouldn't have the choice. How and ever? Because because if you remember, it was a big thing with back vaccine. People didn't want to get the measles vaccine. Yeah, and there was like that's fine. You can't you can't come then. Right. You can't catch. You can't give us measles because yeah, you ain't play nobody games. got time. So so it's it's the same thing. Like get away from us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a health hazard. Yeah. I, I yeah. At this point, I don't really know what else there is to to say about the whole thing um yeah so that was it for topics in terms of new music uh it's been a little scant this week but uh what's out if you're into justin bieber justin bieber has released uh justice the complete edition the the biebs is cool he be giving what he's supposed to give um sleepy hollow who i discovered well not discovered because that sounds very columbusy but um, who I learned about for the first time um, on the BET Cyphers, I think he was in one of the good ones. Uh, he put out an album called Still Sleep, question mark. And Don Tolliver, who is a singer who I've uh, 
heard before. I can't remember what it is I've heard him on. He was on somebody's like record as a feature. Um, he has an album out also called Life of Don. So if you're looking for some new music to get into, those some peoples you can you can look into. Uh, what what song was? And this? um, the other two albums it's because we'll listen to is the Tech Nine album. Oh yeah, 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 Tech Nine. You Tech Nine that. dropped the album. If you don't know what Tech Nine is, he were out for a long, long, long time. Yes. Um, he released he released the albums. A few songs are good. There's a song with Little Wayne in there. There's a song with The Rock also. If yes. you care. I don't, but if you care. Um, and the, the Alchemist dropped the album too. That's fine. Uh, oh yes, Don Tolliver. He was on um, King's Disease. Um, I think that's where I first heard of him. And then I believe he was also on the Kanye West album. Uh, which one was that? Uh, the most recent one. And then I feel like I saw him on like the Drake album, maybe. Is that what it is? But anyway, Don Tolliver's been around. He's been in these streets. So he has an album out. You said it's Alchemist and uh, Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tech the Tech Nine, the little, the, not the Lil Wayne, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Rock. The Rock is. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I don't really know why people be wanting to be a rapper after they did everything else, but it's cool. I, I, like, like I said, I've, I realized that many art many um actors artists they i feel like they like they want to they have to try rap at least once they have they have to try at least once they don't have to no no in their mind they do they they don't but in their mind we got to try at least once mm, don't I, I i agree they, they shouldn't just don't it's fine the people will be fine if you don't yeah i promise don't try rap all right are we out of here yes but that's it that's it that's all we got we out of here uh, it's been great. Thank you so much for listening to our season finale. Season finale. We will be going on a break for what? I guess like two months. We'll be back for, on the live show December 12th. Yes, we'll be back for a live show December 12th. Follow us on our social media for more information about that live show. Um, we're trying to do something, you know, you know, socially distance, pandemic pro, uh, priority you know, I, 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 we trying to make it, we trying to have a vibe. We trying to have a vibe. We trying to vibe responsibly. Um, oh, and, and then loot also Luke loot L U T E. Okay. He's, he's on Dreamville. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty good too. Okay. All right. Noted. L U T E. L U T E. All right. Got it. He, I think actually that one came out last, last week. Okay. But, but, it, but we ain't good. know about it. We know about it now. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, um, we thank y'all so much for rocking with us this season. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Until December. We We bid bid you you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. It's the all love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey, the All Love. No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey, us out. Hey. It's the All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love. Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey.